This is episode 145 on The Herpreneur Show. Today we have entrepreneur and author, Samantha Riley. Welcome to The Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Can you feel it? You can, can't you? Christmas is just around the corner, not long now. I'm away at the moment in a beautiful secluded beach called Smith Beach. Go check it out. I've got some photos up on Instagram and uh, go check it out anywhere. It's in Western Australia. It's just absolutely stunning beach, Uh, very secluded, no houses around, no campsites, not fully secluded because there's a hotel, there's two places where you can stay on the beach road and that's it. There's nothing then for hours Stunning, stunning sunsets, beautiful watching dolphins and swimming. Uh, what do they say with these dolphins? They're sharks. So <laughs> I don't go too far out, unlike Pete. Uh, that's that's another story. So just a really quick intro to say hi and let me bring you on to the woman of the hour, Samantha Riley. Today we're going to be talking about your expert positioning, how to position your genius, how to really create that beautiful influence and be able to get your message out there. A bit more about Samantha Riley. She's an authority positioning strategist. She's a best-selling author. She has two killer books. Go check them out. She is a speaker and you're going to feel that vibe today and the host of the Influence by Design podcast. Samantha is not a newbie when it comes to business. She has built multiple businesses over the past 28 years. She grew her very first seven-figure business from the ground up before she was even 30. Samantha these days works with experts and changemakers to become unapologetic leaders in their industry so they can earn millions and impact millions. You're going to enjoy today's show. She rocks it. Let me introduce you to Samantha Riley. Can we start off just sharing where in this beautiful part of Australia do you reside and do you work from? Right now I'm sitting in Noosa in Queensland. Beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, Did you have any connections there beforehand? Oh, my goodness. This is the most bizarre story. It is so bizarre. So I'm into human design and I really pay attention to my design and I'm a generator, which means that I'm designed to pay attention to little cues of the the universe. Ah. I was driving along one day and just went, I'd like to move to Noosa. Do you know what the weird part of this is? I've never been to Noosa. And I don't know anyone that lived in Noosa. It was just so weird. I went home, I said to my husband, I've had this really weird thought about moving to Noosa. He went, oh, you're never gonna believe this. I've been headhunted by someone today and they've asked if we wanna move to Sunshine Coast. I've got goosebumps. The very next day, the, the only thing I said is, well, there's two things. My two very closest friends are on the northern beaches in Sydney, which is where we were living, uh, and one of them was my personal trainer. And I am really into fitness, and I love like that. Uh, training with her twice a week, love it. Anyway, go to training the next day. She says, Sam, there's something I've got to tell you. It's making me feel sick. We've just bought a house in in the Sunshine Coast. I went, get out of town. And literally a couple of weeks after that, my other very closest friend rang me and went, we've just landed in Noosa and randomly have bought a house. 
bang, we were here. It was just so weird the whole way that happened and absolutely love being up here. Thank you, guides. <laughs> Thank you for... Exactly. Wow, talk about chiming in. You were chimed in. Your vessel must be clean. Damn, <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. awesome. I know. Wow. Let's talk about authority positioning. When I have coached women, sometimes I see them going in a direction and after a deep conversation, I suddenly go, you're climbing up the wrong tree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not exposing yourself, like claim that throne. Yes. Let's talk about this. Let's start with the very basics, the importance of positioning. Well, positioning is where you're positioned in the marketplace compared to, I'm going to say this in air quotes, competitors, because, and the reason I put that in air quotes is Mm. because I don't actually believe in competitors, but other people in your zone, you know, your area of expertise. Mm -hmm. So it's where others perceive you to be. So -hmm. to give you an example of this, like just think that maybe um, there was a coach on the planet that was um, experienced in emotions and they helped people with all different sorts of emotions and if you think of someone right now like think of a name of someone that's working in that area you may know someone quite close to you that a name comes up or you might be thinking hmm, not sure Mm -hmm. but if i said to you think about someone who specializes in the areas of courage vulnerability and shame Uh and i would say 9.9 percent of people 9.9 out of 10 people will say well brene brown yeah that is positioning it's someone Mm. that absolutely owns what they're doing and they bring it in really tight so Mm. there's two ways you can position yourself you can either position yourself very very deep in an area um, or an area of expertise to a small um, segment of the market so Mm -hmm. instead of like all health practitioners it could be i only work with chiropractors but we work you know in all of the different areas in in their business Mm. or you could have a broader topic but a shallower uh group of people that it goes to so it could be something like i work with instagram stories but for health practitioners so it's really owning a segment of the market Mm -hmm. and positioning yourself in a in a in a place or in a way that you are at the top of the mind as the expert of that field. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting because from the marketing that I've done over the years, it's always, you know, choose an avatar, choose an avatar, choose an avatar. Mm. And for me, it was when I really went into the marketplace, I knew that my skill set was sales. I knew Mm -hmm. it was sales training. Then I marketed and dressed the door as sales and then was managed to get a lot of exposure around that. But then I started to get all these incredible expertise with marketing because I had to get my business out there. I was a public speaker. There was things I did on personal development that I started to bring to my clients. And at that stage, I was still like, Annette, just keep dressing the door as sales because that's they'll come to you for. And then they can find out the gifts of whatever you can do for that transformation that they need. Totally. With Pete, you know, from our journey in the marketing side of things behind mm-hmm. the scenes, we've launched Convert Club. So this is part of the Sales Institute. And because Pete's front of house at that, he's the one that's doing all the, the, the training that's so we market him. I still say to him, we have to try and take it down. So at the moment, we've we've groomed it down to we're looking for service-based professionals that need to have a verbal conversation, that do proposals, quotes, or anything like that. 
if we've got women listening and they're like, I'm like you, Anita, I'm skilled at this, 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 this. How do I know what my genius zone really is? There's a lot of different pieces of this. And one of them that you just touched on there is, and this is what we have to remember, we're experts. We've got to this place in our career and our life because we've got all of this knowledge, this expertise, this experience. And the thing is, here's the truth. Most of us could help anybody with anything, <laughs> right? But, and you alluded to this, this, we can do that. All mm. we need, we still can do that, but mm. we need to bring the marketing in. So mm. we still can help people with it, with more than what we talk about, but we have to put something on the door that says, this is what we do so that mm. people can understand this person can help me with what I need to do. That's the first piece. You still can help more than one person. I like person. what you said, defining them, like you still got the skill sets there, but it's the marketing so you can be heard, yeah. right? Yes. It's the change in your focus is like, it's just the marketing we're working on. Totally. You don't have because to lose everything else. Totally. Because I'm sure you speak to women and I certainly do speak to women that go, oh, I, I'm afraid to niche because for a couple yes. of reasons, but number, yes. you know, number one is I'm afraid I'll miss out on all these clients. But more importantly, what they're more worried about is getting bored. I'm worried oh, about niche. Oh, wow. I've never thought I'm, about that. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to niche and get caught just doing this thing. It mm. will bore me because most women want a business that they're really fulfilled in. Mm. They want to know that they're making a difference and they want to be excited by their work. Yes. So they're afraid to niche because they don't want to be bored. Yes. But that's not the case. Just think about that you're niching your marketing. Yeah. So I, I work with a lot of health practitioners because of my background in health and wellness and, and dance. And I have, I can give you an example. I've got two clients that came to me with on the door, what looks like identical training. They've done exactly the same courses. They, they use the same methodology. One of them works with women in midlife how to get their mojo back, how to mm -hmm. get in control of their hormones, how to, how to move at, a, at mm -hmm. that age. And another one is a surf coach for women who want to oh. get onto the circuit. They both have the same training, but what we've done is, is pull together all of what makes them unique, yeah. you know, their passions mm -hmm. and, you know, and used it to give them that, that niching. Now you've talked about the diamond factor. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Let's what is the diamond factor and how do we embrace our own? I called it the diamond factor because it's all about shining in the most brilliant way. Mm. And I don't know how much you know about diamonds apart from the fact that they're beautiful <laughs> and we want <laughs> lots of them. <laughs> but every diamond is unique. They mm. all, the, the, the chemical composition of them or the makeup of them is is ever so slightly different. They're like a fingerprint. Every single one's different. So, you know, just because these diamonds are different doesn't mean that they don't, you know, shine brightly. So mm -hmm. the the global way that diamonds are graded is using a 4C methodology, um, which is cut, clarity, color, and carrot. Mm -hmm. So if we think of ourselves as the diamond, we can use these four different headings i guess to grade ourselves um did you want me to go into what what, what a great analogy yeah keep going because this is really going to help us one find out our own diamond factor and to really just embrace it mm -hmm. yeah. because 
you've just reminded me right back, and I promise I will get to this in two seconds. One of the very first things you said was about women sort of being afraid to really own it. And, mm. and when I mean it, like their expertise. And I'm really, really, really passionate about women standing up and saying, I'm actually really good at this. Because mm. as a general rule, women don't do it as easily as men do. So this is about stand up, use that knowledge and expertise and really stand out and shine. Mm. So number one is the, the cut. And the cut is all about the, the facets of the diamond and how they, they're cut so that it refracts the light. And I want you to think about this as the different facets of your, your knowledge, your expertise, mm -hmm. uh, your values. It's all of these um, things that make you up and make you unique. And when you use all of these stories in the best way, you're authentic. And that authenticity creates mm -hmm. trust with the right people. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you need to get these facets just right. And don't think about, oh, that person over there is, you know, talking about their expertise in this way. Like, just put all of that aside. You need yeah. to be really authentic to you to build that trust so that you're refracting the light in the way that's perfect for you. And more importantly, attracting the right people yeah. that are meant to be in your world. Because comparison, ladies, it steals your joy. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't, I, I don't go on social media much because I pretty much go on there to do whatever it is, a post and, and jump on off because I noticed I didn't like how I felt. Yeah, right. And I realise now that for me to be able to continue to create and imagine and envision, it's stopping going on there because it does steal the comparison. It mm -hmm. does, it, 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 for me personally, it stops being able to like really tap into my alignment. Yeah. Then, you know, you might see what someone else is doing. You go, oh, try and do that. But that's them. Do you. <laughs> totally, totally. And that's it, not my cut of my diamond. <laughs> that's exactly right. And it makes you waver. It doesn't just steal your joy. It steals your dreams. Because when you waver, oh. you, can't, you can't just lean into it and just go. Mm. Because then you like, you know, you're putting one foot forward oh, and like, oh, steal I'm not sure. Your dreams. I love that. That is so true. Yeah. None of that. We don't want that. So clarity is your messaging. Um, and this is what we were talking about a little bit before. I think a lot of people get really caught out because A, their, their messaging isn't directly to their, what I call champagne client or their Bollinger client. So we have Bollinger clients and beer clients. And we ah. all have a name that comes in when you say both of those things. So we want to make sure that we're attracting more Bollinger clients than beer clients. So that messaging needs to be really clear. Who is it that you're serving? Mm -hmm. And what is the outcome that you're helping them achieve? So stop mm -hmm. thinking about what am I doing? Like people don't really mm -hmm. care too much about what you're doing. They, they want to know, can you serve me? And how, mm -hmm. like, what is the outcome that you can help me, help me create? And clarity I find is one of the biggest stopping points to getting people from that startup into that growth, really big growth phase. You know, mm -hmm. we can all hustle at the beginning, but yes. that clarity really needs to be pulled apart uh, before we, we can get big growth. So that's the second one. Color is all around your visual identity. So this mm -hmm. is your logo and it's your branding. It's your headshots. It's your, you know, how you're showing up on camera. It's what people see. Oh, and I'm loving this, ladies. Are you loving this? Like, I'm, I love how she has just gone the four C's on us as entrepreneurs. Go on. 
<laughs> so I love color because I am, like I said, I'm an ex uh, choreographer, dance choreographer, dance teacher. And, you know, we, I would hear a piece of music and I'm like, okay, which group is this for? What age group? What color costumes they're going to wear? What's the set look like? What is the feeling that we're trying to elicit on stage? Mm -hmm. And now, and now you, we can, I use this to bring this in for people to, to say, what is it when people see your brand that they want to feel? I heard um, Denise Duffield Thomas the other day was talking about the money archetypes and oh, she yes. was saying that she doesn't attract many celebrity archetypes mm -hmm. and it's because her visual branding is so, you know, on the beach and it's casual and it's no shoes. Well, a celebrity archetypes like I want my Louis Vuittons, I want my yes. earrings. Like, so they don't, she doesn't attract those sort of people. That's how important your visual branding is to attract the right mm. people. And then number four is the carrot. No, the carrot of the diamond is the weight of the diamond. Oh, and my carrot's grown over the years. <laughs> Absolutely. As experts, we've got a lot of knowledge. So how are you taking, how are you capturing this IP and mm. how are you bringing it into what you're doing? So this is your, you know, it's your free resources. It's your, it's your book. It's your, it's your mm. podcast. It's your worksheets. It's your you know, your visual models and your methodologies. Mm -hmm. And if we put all of this together, what is the weight? So we need to get ladies, get that information out of your head that's so valuable and turn it into assets that you can use in your business and yeah. that you are known for. Mm. Well, when she first said Carol, ladies, I was thinking like, I have put on a fair bit of weight since I've moved to Perth. And <laughs> that's why I was being like, my carrot's gotten very big. <laughs> My Karen's shrinking soon, but uh, yes, I can definitely, um, I un understand what you're saying now, the analogy of it. And I love all these analogies, but you're saying the Karen is like the products and the, the packages and the downloads and the, 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 the lead magnets and all this stuff and how you're able to show the depth, right? Yeah. The depth. Yes. In you. you do something called the human by design. And you're, you're saying that this, really helps you with your clients about how they interact with the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Can we mm -hmm. go into that? Cause that's a real special gift that you bring into your business with your coaching and your programs. Let's talk about human by design. What is it and why it's important? Yeah. So it's, it's human design is the unique blueprint that you were born with before you started being layered with conditioning and beliefs and all these sorts of things that happened to us. So our human design is this energetic blueprint of how mm. we're designed to interact with the world, how we're meant to make decisions, our purpose, our zones of genius. These things that we're born with are our, our gifts, I guess. And if we understand what they are, it's easier to lean into them. And I don't think there's one of us that haven't sat down and gone, oh my goodness, I know all of this stuff how do I bring this in? Like, how do I know mm. where to go? And when we're in business, this can really hold us back when we're, we're unsure of which, which path or which direction to go. Whenever mm. there's a, you know, a moment in our business where it's like, oh, are we taking this path oh, or, yes. or this path? Mm -hmm. So knowing how we're designed to interact best is really helpful. So at the beginning of 2020, well, you know, it was, let's know, you know, March 2020 when the world blew up as we know it mm -hmm. i sat down with my husband and i said all right let's think about this we have to support our clients in the best way possible you know what could this look like 
and I I really him and I use our human design a lot and one of the the parts of my human design is I'm designed to be a very big vision thinker mm-hmm. and I'm designed to delegate as fast as fast as possible so mm-hmm. when people say you you should finish you know if you start a project finish it that mm-hmm. could that is the biggest roadblock in my personal business because mm-hmm. if I do finish things energetically, I'm pushing away all of these big visions and ideas that are coming in. So knowing that, I was like, okay, all right, so what's the big vision and how can I delegate it? This didn't just happen within seconds. It was a conversation of back and forward for a couple of hours. But mm-hmm. what we came up with was what if we could loan our team out to all of our clients so they could implement faster? What if I could help them delegate uh-huh, by yes. using my team so since so we did trial that and since then we've gone from a team of three that I lent out to a couple of clients yes. to now a team of 15 and growing fast yeah, and my wow. clients can send them work yeah all I did was have the vision and it's just like delegate but for and that's for her blueprint right there she actually saw it and she delegated <laughs> exactly that's exactly right that's exactly mm. right but I've got another client who is designed to finish things if she doesn't finish things the new opportunities don't come her way so that's why it's really important to understand we're all wired differently and when you know the way that you're wired it can just speed up the process of making choices and and reduce the stress because you're planning your area of strengths and genius and flow and connection because like you're saying, you're not going to get that next big idea if you're doing the groundwork as well. And I can imagine how stressful it would be if you are naturally great at delegating and getting people to take action. Yeah. And understanding that those times that I didn't and mm-hmm. I did get caught in the weeds and I didn't feel great and business did slow down, understanding that that's the way I worked and to mm. tap back into that feeling and go, get out the weeds. You're not meant to be there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Pete and I went into business together three years ago and I stepped down my mastermind. I was in massive burnout. So it was a beautiful transition. I just said, let's just build this. Mm-hmm. Let's get you at the front. I don't want to be at the front. I, I, I want to build stuff for now. I want to build a company. And so Sales Institute was born Then the program Convert Club was born. And as soon as I know the essence of something the ideas for me flow so Pete is just the he's the workhorse like he just likes to get out there and do uh-huh. it where uh-huh. I'll be the creating and then okay I'll get the team organized with this and a lot of the the webinars and all the different names that we create normally come from me and then I'll just go how does this fit with you does this feel good for you great let's do some copy on that though in saying that Samantha for the last three months when I've been getting my injury that I've been having Mm. for a while into place. I'm now seeing the light again because exercise and dance specifically, and you're my type of woman here, that gives me my ideas. Mm. That that Mm -hmm. is my download space. And it's like now I'm ready to come back out to the front. It's it's like this evolution. It's like, okay, I was good at that, but that's not my genius zone. That's my zone of excellence. So I think there's a great book. um, It does talk about the difference between zone of excellence and and genius. So what you're saying is what I say to Pete, and we always know that I'm not a back of house person on the front of house. (laughs) So he knew, he knew it wasn't going to last with me being in the back of house for very long. Yeah. 
it is really that human design blueprint. So if women are going, I need this, I need Samantha to do this, is it something they do with you? Is it a program, a course? Like how do they get their hands on getting this done? Yeah, so I do have a free resource called the Human Design Advantage and they can go to samanthariley.global forward slash advantage to get Mm -hmm. a copy of that. Human design is a massive rabbit hole. You can go down for a very long time. I work with my clients. I don't I don't work specifically in human design. I integrate human design yes. and help people to build their businesses. So mm. it's it's a it's an ongoing thing, but that's a great place to start to download that. There's a link in there where you can go and get your your unique chart. You just mm-hmm. need to know your date of uh, date of birth, time of birth, and place of birth, mm-hmm. and pop those in, and then you'll find you'll get a whole heap of numbers that, as you know, Annette, you've seen it make absolutely no sense, uh, and then <laughs> have a read through that resource, and you can start to to very you know yeah. gently put some things into place. You know, I've had something like that similar um, done, but I didn't know my time. Um, my mum always said it was around 4 a.m. in the morning. How much does that affect that blueprint? Yeah, I mean. An average of a time, not like 4.12 in the morning or yeah. maybe it was 4.12, hey? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Maybe it just divinely came through for you. <laughs> um, the specific time is the best. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I've had clients that have reached out and got their their birth records from hospitals and others have just been like, oh, just something is kind of in the ballpark. Yes. Because if you just want to know sort of that, you know, high level, what type am I, you know, what profile, mm-hmm. the really high level stuff, you, you should be right with that. But there are mm-hmm. ways to do birth rectifications and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Super interesting. Mm. I can just hear that you have so many notches on your belt that you would probably just bring everything in. And even just hearing now, which I didn't know before, that you were choreographer for dance, uh-huh. into health and wellness, like you and I are just born to be best mates. And tell uh-huh. you I know, right? <laughs> we're, we're vibing the same level here. Um, I can imagine that you just bring all of that into helping your, your clients really be the best version of themselves. You've got a few different types of things that you do. You've got your Business Success Academy. You've got your Black Diamond. Um, I do have a few more questions, but just in case someone's chomping at the bit and they're like, how do I work with her more? Because I really need someone to help me with my positioning. I'd love to dive in more about the using my personal design, human design in with this. Uh, what is what is something that you do that they can go, I want to continue this journey? Obviously, I'm going to have all the links, guys, for everything that we mentioned. Where, where does that start, the private work? Is it the Black Diamond or is it the Business mm, Academy? Yeah, the Black Diamond, that's where I work with experts, um, coaches, consultants, practitioners to really dive deep into what is it that makes you unique? Let's like really start to pull this apart. Let's start to um, really capture that IP and turn it into something. I'm mm-hmm. big into leverage. I've grown businesses before and I love you know, leveraging that knowledge and turning it into different ways of working with people mm-hmm. um, and really rising to the top. So, you know, like let's publish a book and let's get your podcast up and like let's get all of these things done for you mm. so that you're prolific because yeah. when we're prolific, oh, that's a great when pe- word. I love this word so much mm. because, you know, 
even just thinking about being a podcast or, you know, mm. you might want to reach out to someone that's got a really huge podcast and you say, you know, this is my name and they'll go, uh, you know, can't fit you in. But if you, if you really reached out and said, Hey, it's Oprah Winfrey. I'd love to have you on my show or I'd love you to be on my show. Most people would drop everything to be on Oprah, right? <laughs> so all of a sudden, oh, all those things that I was saying that I was busy for, I can clear the deck for Oprah. Yeah. You know, but it's because she's prolific. She's everywhere. Everyone yes. knows who she is. And people know that as soon mm. as you're, you know, associated with Oprah, that everyone's going to know your name like people that are on um shown in oprah's book club or you know promoted in mm. oprah's book club automatically yes. went to new new york times bestsellers yeah. so we we want to think like that think big think about being prolific but you can't be prolific as a one-person band like there mm. needs to be people to help um so that's what black diamond is it's about really getting that getting that out there but that's not for everyone not everyone yes. wants to be prolific so i'm not saying mm -hmm. that this might be for you. This is only for a specific certain, um, you know, type of person. It's like, mm. no, I really want to create a big impact. I'm really here to do big things. Yes. Then Black Diamonds for you. And, and so think, the Business Success Academy would be something where they can go in more community-based, program-based. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like really get that first proof of concept, get that first mm. recurring revenue of 10, 15K a month, get the runs yes. on the board, really find their place and then go from there. Love that. All right. You have been around the block with businesses, coaching clients. You've been through probably at least a decade of marketing, seeing the rise of Facebook and then the rise of Instagram. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you see that people do when it comes to positioning themselves online? Can I, I just want to go back and say I can beat before Facebook. I've been in business almost 30 years now. So I position myself on the yellow pages. <laughs> Three decades. <laughs> I was at the top of the yellow pages listing. <laughs> I know all about positioning. <laughs> oh, but um, I totally regressed there. Um, I love it. We're but, adding colour. Oh, far out, Sam. Pull it in, pull it in. <laughs> no, um, let it run. <laughs> um, I think the biggest mistake that I see is what we were talking about earlier, being afraid to put your stake in the ground and say, mm -hmm. this is what I'm a genius in. Mm -hmm. This is what I am world class at. I love mm -hmm. world class. What is it that I'm world class at? And instead trying to help everyone with everything or anything that is the mm -hmm. it is just not going you're just not going to get there mm -hmm. um, doing it that way so you know the way that you can stop that happening is to really get clear on what your zone of genius is get clear on who are the people that you work with best and mm -hmm. how can you help them what is the um, outcome that you can help them achieve and like we spoke about earlier we can then, once we've got these clients working with us, then we can open up the, you know, the Pandora's box or mm -hmm. open the, the chest and say, I can help you with all these other things. Mm -hmm. But you need to be clear on what is that one thing that you help yes. people with. Yeah. What if someone's sitting there going, I don't love my genius? Or do people naturally love their genius? Do you ah, love your oh genius? Goodness. Do you know that is the best question I've ever heard, ever? <laughs> because most people don't realize they're genius so it's not even that they that they do like it or don't like it most people yes. are oblivious to it 
mm-hmm. because our genius comes to us so easily that we do it and think everyone can do it. It comes to us mm-hmm. so effortlessly mm-hmm. that we, we, we discount it or we discredit it because mm. we think, oh, can't you do that? I thought everyone could do that. You know, and a lot of, um, and I'm going to say women more so than men, a lot of women are afraid to charge for it because it does come so easily mm-hmm. to them that they feel oh, guilty yes. for charging what it's mm-hmm. actually worth. Yes. So I really, really am big on getting help with this piece because really uncovering your genius is very difficult because it's almost invisible to the mm-hmm. owner of the genius. Mm. So then is it a quality or is it a skill? Because a skill can be taught. Like how if they've got this amazing quality, how would they then package that into something that's teachable or that's sellable? Like I get it with, let's just say, you were talking about not charging your worth. And I know I've done a lot of work with women that are in the space of, you know, meditation and Reiki and all that. And I have always found that there's been a lot of, hypnosis work that I've had to do to try and unleash that permission to have permission to charge because it was something Mm -hmm. that was a gift to them Mm -hmm. does it tend to be a skill that they can Mm -hmm. deliver or is it is it a quality that then they go this quality will help me with this skill set that I've got let's just say for me love being with people naturally comfortable but then my skill is sales. So integrating mm-hmm. that together, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I do a hundred percent know what you mean. And you're right. It is. It, the answer is both. Right. I call this the keep principle. Cause this is what keeps you on track. It's the, the, um, all the parts of your knowledge. So your knowledge is what you'd put on your resume. You know, mm-hmm. it's what, you know, your actual certificate that hangs on the wall. Then you've got your experience. So what is it that you've done within that field that is specific mm-hmm. to you? Then your expertise, um, oh, sorry, your expertise, which is, which is your, uh, what you've done in your field, your experience. Um, I think I've mixed all of that up. We can tell I'm tired today. That is... just come up a 12 hour summit the day before ladies <laughs> thank you for saving me there <laughs> the emf's coming off her computer <laughs> eating away a lot of the races oh i apologize so your experiences are different experiences that you've had maybe you know you've lost a lot of weight or you've helped a parent oh, through yes. um you know a, a challenging illness mm-hmm. or whatever it is and yes, then yeah, no, I'm getting it. and so it's all of these things together so it's not one or the other it's how mm. they all come together and, and it's, yes. it's it's like a it's like a painting you know mm. there's all different sorts of um artists you know uh, a monet mm-hmm. looks very very different to a kendone painting mm-hmm. they're both paintings yes. they're both beautiful we appreciate the how how the painter has been artistic or mm-hmm. talented but they're done very differently so it's about yes. bringing all of those different aspects in mm-hmm. and starting to figure out well, what does this picture actually look like mm. I, I just imagine like it's a different brush stroke for each skill that you have that works with your quality or something like I tried to make that poetic it came through poetic to me but I haven't articulated well brush strokes or something like it I think that's a beautiful way to explain it because for me one of my passions is and I've mentioned it so many times already is dance I was a dancer for my whole life you know I ran a a multi um award-winning dance studio for over 20 years 
And so it's a big part of my life. You would think that mm. it's got nothing to do with what I do now, but that couldn't be further from the truth uh -huh. because the ability to teach a three-year-old movements in groups of eight when they can't count and they have no idea of how to move their body, there's a specific skill set there. And I still use that exact same skill set to break down trainings for my clients mm -hmm. now. I'm not treating them like a three-year-old, but I've mm -hmm. learned I've learned a whole heap of ways to be able to articulate things and break things down. Yes. So yeah. you can bring in all of these different aspects and create I couldn't something. I agree with you more. <laughs> my gosh, ladies, I know you're frothing at the bit and you want to start to learn more about Samantha Riley. My goodness. Um, all right. How can they find out more about you? Samantha Riley dot global. global. Yes, yeah. Samantha Riley dot global is my website. Um, right there, you can find where I am, free resources there, um, links yeah. to social media, um, or the Influence by Design podcast, where I release two episodes a week of all of this kind of stuff uh, about you really getting your genius out into the world and growing and scaling your million dollar and business. I can't believe you're doing two podcasts a week because I started doing weekly and then, oh my gosh, when we started launching Convert Club, I was like, I just can't. <laughs> and the level of stress for me was like, we're just taking it back to fortnightly. That's where, that's uh, where I'm sitting. Well, then you'll have a bit of a laugh. A, I have another podcast, so it's actually three a week, but here's my <laughs> trick. Here's my trick. Have a team. Her zone, obviously, and not Have a team. I don't do any of it. <laughs> I talk, which I'm really good at, and then I give it to the team. Yeah, and you know, I still do all that, but I don't know. I'm just a fortnightly, ladies, is, is where I'm at right now. Who knows? We might go back to weekly, but that's just no filter. It's so amazing. That's all they can cope with. Every two weeks, one episode of a net in their ear and they're like, I'm full. <laughs> I love it. Samantha, we have two different types of entrepreneurs listening. We have women that are in the startup phase and we've got women that are really in the growth to scale stage. Um, piece of advice you think you would love to impart on them? Mm. Okay. It is so important to remember that we need to do different things in our business in different seasons and at different times. Mm -hmm. So if you're in startup phase, your number one thing is to get proof of concept. Get out there, yeah. like put your offer together, get proof of concept. And everything you do is just about marketing and sales, marketing and sales. That's it. And even skewed more towards sales than marketing, because really mm -hmm. it is just about bringing people in the door, getting them to pay and refining. Mm -hmm. Once you've done that and you have proof of concept, and if you're in startup, I want you to close your ears now because this is where a lot of problems occur and it's like, oh, well, that sounds too boring. I want to do the more exciting stuff. Don't. Don't do it. If you have got your proof of concept, then I am a big believer in to grow your business. There are two things you need to do. Systemize and optimize everything. Systemize and optimize everything is the only way you're going to grow. And mm -hmm. I'm talking, what's your lead generation look like? What's your sales process look like? You know, who, which pe people do you need to bring in on your team to take things off your plate? You know, all of these pieces so that at some yeah. point you can, well, A, have time to yourself or walk away if you want to, which is what mm -hmm. I did, you know, going back maybe 12 years ago. I didn't need to work and I did take a couple of years out because I mm -hmm. systemized and optimized everything. The team just took over.
Love so, that. yeah, there's that, my, that, there, there's there my is, piece of advice. The big picture, and then she takes you to the, the delegation, like get it all set. <laughs> and if you think, I actually love this answer, Samantha, because we haven't had it on the show where you've brought it back to the absolute fundamentals of business. Mm. We need to be able to get the lead, but we need to be able to convert the lead. We need to be able to mm-hmm. have the, the client because your business is not a business without money. <laughs> It's not. You it's need not. to make money to, to, to keep it alive. Yeah. Um, so I just love that you've just stripped it right back to the fundamentals, which we haven't had anyone do. Um, ah, and it's yeah. what business is. Business and, is simple. It's not mm. easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is simple. Mm. And it, you really do. When you can strip it right back, it makes it so much easier to grow. All right. Piece of advice for the female in the growth to scale stage. She's in expansion. Ah, uh, in expansion. Oh, well, that was systemize and optimize everything. Sorry, I got that. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yes. So, so sorry, your startups, proof of concept, mm-hmm. just yep. get the sales, mm-hmm. growth systemize. phase, yep. systemize and optimize everything. Yep. I'm sorry Love that that was not clear. Yeah, no, that's good because after scale, <laughs> if you want to exit, you want to be able to have all those systems in place. Beautiful. 100%. Well, I don't know if I know this answer or not. But I'm going to ask this question and I'll be very curious to hear what it is. What is the most favourite thing that you love to do that is physical? It gets you away from your desk. That makes Mm -hmm. you the happiest, happiest, happiest Samantha Riley there is, the happiest version of you. What would it be? Movement. And that's different depending on what day it is. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that movement may be walking at the beach. Most of the time it is in the gym. I, Mm -hmm. I... I am, I don't know, I might be one of the those people that that people call lucky, but I love being in the gym. It is seriously my happy place. Um, the dance studio, I used to go in and say to my instructor, I've had a bad day, can we just put the music on and, like, don't talk, like, just dance? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, our bodies are designed to move. They are mm-hmm. uh, energy is designed to move through our body. This is how we're creative. This is how we are healthy. And as CEOs of our business, and I, I'm really passionate about calling yourself the CEO mm-hmm. of the business, you know, because we are the visionary, we're the person driving the bus. We need to be at optimal health um, mindset. And mm-hmm. when we're moving or when I'm moving, that is when I'm at that optimal place. You know, the brain switches off, the body feels great. You know, even before this interview, because I was so exhausted after yesterday, I was in the kitchen, like running on the spot and punching like a someone at a Tony <laughs> Robbins event. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but it brings back the energy. So so movement oh, is definitely it. my happy place. You, you and I, we're best friends. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um I had to cancel, or not cancel, put my, on hold my gym membership for the first time in I don't know how many years, and it was really hard. I was going to say, really how did that feel? Yeah, it's like uh, when my physio said, while we're doing this rehab, you're not lifting weights, you're not getting on that bike, you're not doing anything. And I'm like, okay, so can I walk? <laughs> can I dance? Can't dance. Okay, but you can walk. Okay, <laughs> just give me something. So yeah, um, totally. I, I feel you, I feel you. Oh, ladies, what an incredible human being we have on the show. It's so great to connect with you, Samantha. And um, I just can't wait to connect and go for a walk on the beach and do a training yeah, session with you exactly. and dance and get some choreography out of her brain. I oh, actually thought 
uh, hip hop. Um, so I was running health clubs for a number of years uh-huh. and I thought I might just start a hip hop class. Yeah. For three months. I ran out of moves. <laughs> you can't run out of moves. <laughs> and then, and then body jam came out from Les Mills years uh-huh, later. Uh-huh. So I was yep. teaching body jam up until 10 years ago, till I was 37. Oh, love body and jam. The goal, the goal is to get back and start teaching that again. So once the hips are all ready, they're going to be rocking and rolling and bring back the choreography. But I'd love someone love to it. give me the choreography like body jam. Yeah, I'm that's like, right. That has it all in your head. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for gracing us with your presence and your absolute genius zones. It's been an incredible interview. Thank you so much. Oh. Thanks so much, Annette. It's been a blast. You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.